201 in Cajun land and in all across America. This is the Cajun Conservative Show with your good looking host, Isaac Hayes. Talking about life, talking about liberty, talking about the pursuit of happiness. And yes, showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I'm hoping you had a great week. This is not a good week, folks, but a great week. You know, this week we had a lot of news stories coming about. You know, we had Kamala Harris go to the border finally after 90-something days of saying, no, I don't need to go, and then telling reporters at the beginning of it, hey, you know, I've been to the border already. It's no big deal. Uh, we're going to get more into that later on, but I just hope you had a great week. Uh, you know, we we had a lot going on. In this past week, as always, you know, a lot of material that I can go ahead and talk on. And I want to go ahead and dive right into it because I have a busy broadcast this week, folks. I have, a, I really have a busy, busy show and try to cram it all in for your listening needs and pleasures, I guess you could say. Um, before we start off, if you have not yet, please hit that subscribe button. If you hit that subscribe button, you can go ahead and get all the new episodes of every Cajun conservative show out there. You also can listen to past episodes, and you can do that without, without subscribing, but that subscription goes ahead and gets you every new episode when they come down and they drop online, and you can go ahead and hear it right from the jump. I have some faithful listeners that tell me, hey, we're listening every week, every episode, everything you put on Facebook, and I appreciate that. And I'm just, I'm just having a great, great experience doing this. And I want more people to be part of this family, this family of the Cajun conservative army. You guys, you could, I guess you could say just spreading freedom all along. You know, it's funny how people in America really don't understand freedom. And that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to go ahead, expose the left's hypocrisy and expose them to freedom so they can go ahead and, you know, be, be brought up right. Also, you know, if you go ahead and subscribe, it also suggests my podcast to other listeners. So someone that maybe be listening to, let's, let's just say if you're a subscriber to I Just Gotta See Some Podcast by Lauren Collins. And you go ahead and you watch her, they might suggest you to my show after you finish listening to Lauren Collins' show. Same thing with Scott Ford. All, all these, you know, Culper's Canteen Cup, all the, all the podcasts and everyone that I, I'm associated with in this podcast yeah, it, it suggests you to suggests me to you or to your friends, and it works out that way. Go ahead and look us up on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all them other networks. You will be truly blessed if you do. All right, so I want to go ahead and talk about oppression, folks, because apparently on the world stage, we're we're having athletes go to the Olympics, and they are. Purposely wanting to win a gold medal, not to represent this great country that we live in, not this country that has provided so much stuff and, and so much like they're celebrities, folks. Majority of these athletes that are going there are celebrities. And the article comes from uh, Fox News. U.S. US Olympian, Olympic athlete Chelsea Wolf threatened to burn flag on podium. I'm like, what? BMX freestyle rider Chelsea Wolf, who qualified as an athlete to represent the U.S. at, the, at this year's Summer Olympics in Tokyo, said last year that her goal was to win an Olympic medal so she can burn the U.S. flag on the podium. Reason being, it's because the United States is 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 is. Horrible. Apparently, it is diverse. It is um, racist. It is it is all that. But in later in the article, I'm not going to read the whole article here. But she said, "You better not tell me I do not like the United States. Or I'm proud of our country. That's why I'm doing this. I'm representing the United States in this World Olympic just to burn this American flag. That's real love, folks. That's real love. That's like giving your 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 spouse a cup of coffee and put poison in and say, "Hey, don't tell them I don't love them." I love them to death. That, that just don't make sense. To go ahead and to represent this country as an, a U.S. athlete and, and the, representing the United States in the, the, the BMX freestyle, I think it's bike riding, whatever, 
and going to go ahead and say, I'm going to burn my national flag, the one that I'm here representing because of racism, because of diversity, and because of oppression. Because this athlete right here is representing um, themselves as a woman, but they're transgendered, which means this wolf or Mr. Wolf, whatever one you want to put it, was a male at one point and transgendered into a female. And, 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 be, and that's, that's really what it is, folks. This is really them saying her, her, him, what, you know, this at least saying that I am being oppressed. Yes, that's right, folks. Because I choose to be, uh, I, I've chosen to transform my body, the one that God gave me, a man, and turn myself into a woman, I am opposed. I am oppressed. Now, I don't know about you, folks, but I, I started thinking about this today. I just started really thinking about it. It's funny how all these athletes are coming out as they are oppressed, making more, more I think like a seven-figure check. LeBron James is one example, folks. LeBron James is out there screaming racism on America. He's saying how America's racist and how America, you know, they don't they don't give the opportunity to the black community. But LeBron James runs and sweats on a basketball court making multi-million dollar deals just for not playing basketball for appearing on Nike and uh, his sponsors. That's really oppressed, LeBron James. You're really showing the black community oppressed by you making a seven-figure dollar check. And probably more. You have um, stars like the NFL star that came out this week, and I'm looking up his name right now, uh, Cole Nisby, announced he is gay uh, to the NFL. And he was saying how the the, the gay people are oppressed and he's going to donate $100,000. I like how the New York Times puts it, though, because I, I learned something in this this article that I read for the New York Times. They were saying how he is the first ever openly gay active player. Now, I want to just remind New York Times, what about Michael Sims? Michael Sams. Michael Sam was uh, uh was the first active NFL quarter, uh football player to play, and he would be openly gay. But no, and, and this is how they explain it that way. Well, he wasn't on an official roster. He was on the practice squad, and he he went through training camp, but he never played a regular season game. So that don't make him that first active. This is the first active NFL player to be. Be gay, but he's donating a hundred thousand dollars to some uh, LGBTQ foundation or something like that. But and I, I just want to ask the question: Did he ever do it before? But back to this, this how America's racist and how America is is fascist and how did, how America people now they all love this country though, folks. That, that's why they're trying to make it in a socialist, communistic, Marxist country but they, like this as this athlete said oh well i love this country that's why i'm here representing it but want to burn a flag and like i said oppression look let's go back to her i just mentioned lebron james i uh mentioned the football player from las vegas and and this this individual they're making they're making bank they're making money and they're showing look Three examples, a gay, a black, and a transgender person making millions, millions, altogether probably making billions of dollars. But our country is oppressed. And our country is it's so racist and, 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 and opposed to the LGBTQ and the gay community. Now listen, folks, I don't, I'm not against the person. I am not. And I've said this over the, over multiple times on this platform that I'm not. Listen, I, I have gay friends. I don't, I, I don't have anybody that I know is L, uh, a transgender. But if I would, I wouldn't treat them any. They're, that's a person. That is a person. Now, their lifestyle, I have a disagreement with. And, and I think that's how they're saying, oh, you were oppressed because of the Christians. Cause I started thinking about this, folks. It's funny. I don't, I, you don't see no, now, unless it's somebody that's real insane and stupid and, and just hates everything and everyone. Look, any racist person, I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're Asian. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. I don't care. I don't care who you are. 
If you hate somebody because of the color of their skin, y'all label you a racist and you're sick. To judge somebody by the color of their skin is is stupid. I don't look at the color of the skin. I look at the character. Look, there's very successful black people out there. There's very successful Asian people. There's very successful Chinese people. There's, there's, you got to put your heart into it. But to my knowledge, I don't have that. Like I said, that's unless it's something stupid like that for racism or some of like that. I don't hear too much stories of how LGBTQ community people were beaten up. I don't hear too much about lynchings now of a black man or a black woman. I don't hear none of that. That now don't get us wrong early in our history. I can give you that, but it doesn't happen now, but this is how they're oppressed. Folks, Cause I was thinking about this earlier, early in the week, we had uh, a case that came up at the, it's in Denver. The ba- how many of y'all remember the baker that went to court because he refused to make a cake for a gay couple. It happened a few years ago. This case just wrapped up a couple of months ago, folks. He had to go all the way to the Supreme Court to, for them to go ahead and say he had the right to refuse service. This man won the case a couple of weeks ago. Now, this story is about two weeks old, but it's proving a point right here. You know, he just finished all the... He, he probably paid a lot of money for these court cases. He finally won the case to say, look, I have the right to refuse service because of my biblical belief. Do you know that he's in, he was in, he's in another lawsuit? That's right, folks. He's in a lawsuit because a LGBT person, a transgender person walked in to his bakery and said, I'm turning from a man to a woman and I want you to make a cake to represent that. He flatly told them no. Now we don't know all the details for the case, but they, they're suing him because he is not representing everybody. He he um uh he is he is um I can't think of the word right now but he's he's uh identifying or he's something of that nature. Folks, this is how they're being oppressed. Because I, Christians telling them, "No, we're not going to do it because of biblical beliefs." I'm not going to go ahead and endorse LGBTQ or gay rights or pride month or anything like that. They're shoving it down our throats. Like I said, I told a couple of friends of mine, and I've said it on here already. I'm, I'm, I'm activating for a, a Christian Pride Month. That's right. Let's raise up like Charles Finney and, 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 and the great men of the Bible, you know, Paul and Peter, and let's lift them up for a month. Let's have a Christian Pride Month where we celebrate Christianity. Oh, no, we can't do that because we're going to offend the gay people. See, it's okay for them to offend us, but we cannot offend them. So, and that's what this whole part is. This is why they're saying they're oppressed. That's why they're saying they're, 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 they're um, they, they, they don't feel like they're, they have a, a choice in this world. That's why they feel like they, you know, they're, they're looked down upon because there's people like the Christians that go ahead and look us down. This baker could go ahead to court and say, look, I just left the court. I just left the Supreme Court where they told me I have the right to re- re- sir, uh, refuse service. But, folks, that's how they're being oppressed. Now, they try to they try. I, I, I literally think they hate this man. So bring this man through a whole case for gay rights and a transgender person. That so happen goes into that bakery. Right after the case and brings up a whole new case. They're trying to stop this man. But they're so oppressed and they're so, look, I just talked, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it up again. I just brought up three athletes. One is a black man playing in the NBA. One's a gay white NFL player making tons of money. And one's a transgender person riding in the Olympics. Now, how more oppressed could you be by that? And then to go ahead on top of this, Let's put icing on the cake to go ahead and top one of them say, hey, I love this country. That's why I'm competing for the United States of America. I'm competing to win a medal to, to, to show how great America's athletics athletes are and how great America is. No, she's not saying that. Or he's not saying that. He's saying, hey, I'm going to go ahead. I want to win a medal to burn the flag on a podium. It just don't make sense. It does not make sense, folks, how these people are thinking. And like, look, if it wasn't for the United States of America, this person would never, ever be an athlete. 
It's because of the United States and the freedoms that we have that you can live the way you want to live. That's all. Look, I want to, I, I want to, look, if you have a news story out there that shows what I'm about to say, please send it to me at CajunConservative5 at gmail.com. Because I messaged me on Facebook, I would really love to see a Chinese athlete come out and say, I'm against the communist network. I'm against the socialistic network. And I joined this team to go ahead and win a medal to show how bad China is. I'm going to burn the flag on the podium. I promise you, she wouldn't even, he or she would not even make it to Tokyo. Russia, the same thing. Now look, I'm not. I look, I'm not advocating for a burning of a flag. I, I I can't stand when stupid idiots do that. But to go ahead and and go on a major news network like Fox News and say, "Well, I'm gonna burn the flag if I win a medal," folks, p- people like me that love sports, this is why I think about not watching sports. Because I promise you, people are not turning on the Olympics, especially all over the world, to see how bad America is. They want to be entertained by all the countries of the world coming and competing against each other. But, some, like I said, some side notes in there. It's just, I, I, just, I want to know how this woman, is, this, this transgender person is oppressed. I really want to know because I, I, I really don't see it. Now, I can understand if... if this person lived in a rural neighborhood or something, you know, that and they were beaten up because they were part of the LGBT community. How report that and say how stupid it was to beat up somebody for that. But a person saying, I'm oppressed because the way I chose to live my life. Hey, did you get, hey, uh, did, did, did my check for Nike come in or this big sponsor? How much? Oh, 5.7 million. Thank you. Oh, I'm oppressed. That ain't oppression, folks. That's stupidity. To go ahead and want to burn a flag. You know how that's going to look on America? You know how that's going to look on our country? If somebody goes ahead and burns our, our, our flag while playing the national anthem? It's six, folks. It's six. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Everybody, welcome back to a, the second segment. I was about to do another whole intro to the video. All right, so I want to go ahead and touch on a few things with the Republican Party. Because, you know, the Republican Party did something right this week. Shocking, I know, folks, because, you know, you have like people like Bill Cassidy, I heard last week, say he wants to go ahead and he will support a gas tax. Now, I don't know about you, if you live in the state of Louisiana, that ain't really a hot-button topic here. Because, see, our last legislative session, though they did some stuff good, you know, they passed the transgender bill, they went ahead and passed the concealed carry, oh, well, not the concealed carry, the, uh, the constitutional carry, which John Bell Edwards, I think, already vetoed both of them by the time of this recording. I'm not 100% sure. Great in the state of Louisiana, we're talking about a veto session. About time the Republican Party's in this state stand up for a couple of things right but you know they're they're looking to do a gas tax here for the local folks of louisiana and it's it's all of course to make better roads for everybody but if you live in the state of louisiana bobby jindal said it john bell said it probably governors before them said it hey y'all let's go ahead and make a new tax to build a better road and 
you 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 see us we're bouncing around like like with some ball some bounce balls in a uh on this uh, going in the hallway but but besides that you know like like Bill Cassidy like I said they, Bill Cassidy's one that wants to make to increase the federal gas tax now if you're driving your car right now please don't don't do it like don't look at the radio and go what and then you know take your eyes off the road please follow the road I just, but they did do something right, and I got to give them credit. Now, I am a Republican. I've said this multiple times on this, you know, podcast, so it's not that great of a shock to a lot of people. I know a lot of friends that let the Republican Party, which here in Louisiana is open primary, so it really don't matter if you're a Republican. Now, if it goes to closed primaries and you want to vote for certain people, you have to have, you have to be part of the Republican Party. But the Republican Party this week did something Somewhat okay, I guess you could say. They went ahead and shot down SR1. Now, you might be wondering, what is SR1? It's Senate Resolution 1, which was formerly known as HR1, House Resolution 1. I'm going to give you some backgrounds on it. This House bill would have federalized elections. Now, this was pushed by who else? The Democrat Party. Because they're saying that we have a lot of suppression here. And I said this back in the day when I first talked about this bill, that it's funny how suppression when they're when the Republican Party's for something, but it's you know reform or it's uh, it's building up better, you know. And, and the Constitution clearly states that it belongs to the states. So if this would have went to the Supreme Court, but as I said last week, I really don't trust the Supreme Court because they're not they're not asking anything for the constitutionality of anything. It's all by standard now. Oh, you don't have standing to go ahead and bring this case to us to look at the constitutionality of it. So we're going to throw it out. So, but um, SR1, I, I want to say it was Thursday that the Senate came together and what really blew up this for me and I knew I didn't know the vote was happening. They didn't make it really widely known was that Joe Manchin, according to the EPEC Times, said he was going to vote yes on it. Now, you might be know, want to know who is Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is the Democrat right now that is really stopping the filibuster. What, what I mean by that is that some Democrats, well, 48 Democrats or well, 48 senators out of the 50 of the Democrats say we need to get rid of the filibuster. Because they, they won't better do what Joe Biden wants. And thank God for the two Democrat senators that wanted Joe Manchin that said, no, we're going to keep it in place. Because, you know, first off, they got Harry Reid and them got rid of the 60 uh, vote threshold for everything. Then this filibuster, what it does is if the Republicans don't like something, they say, well, we're going to filibuster it. And it makes it into a 60 40 vote. And they got to get at least six, ten Republicans to go on the line of them to vote for it. And Joe Manchin has said he ain't going to get rid of that because they used it. Why shouldn't the Republicans use it? Which is, for a Democrat, kind of smart to say. But Joe Manchin went early in the day and said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and vote for this, this, uh, this bill. Well, I was... When I heard that, I didn't realize it was having a bill that day for a vote for it. And I started listening, and it got shot down. It was 50-50. Kamala Harris, of course, was there because, uh, to her words, it was so important for her to be there. Because this was a very, very important vote. Now, this vote was just not to pass the bill. It was to go ahead and debate it. But to debate it, you had to do, they, they filibustered, which killed it. So this bill isn't going to President Biden's desk. Now, H.R. 1 is, like I said, is a voting bill. What it would do is it would take the federal government to go ahead and say how states would run their 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 voting laws. And the like Chuck Schumer was saying how we're in some Jim Crow era stuff right here because all these Republican legislations all over the country are trying to oppress the, the brown and the black voters. Um, wait, don't they have white voters out there? Don't they have white voters that need to show their ID? Isn't there white voters that, so, you know, this, this is where racism plays a big part in this, folks, because Chuck Schumer, I talked to Nate, uh, Savage last week, and we, we talked a little bit about this, you know, does, you know, don't Chuck Schumer think that brown and Asian people, uh, black and brown people, you know, Know how to use a computer? Don't they? Don't they know how to go to the DMV? Don't they know how? No, folks. This is this is more on the lines of, you know, corrupt elections. 
Because what we've learned from the 2020 election with COVID-19 and them allowing drop boxes and them allowing mail-in ballots and them allowing extra hours and everything and not showing IDs really prove that they are going to, they're trying to corrupt elections. You notice how, I'm going to use Louisiana for example. I think it was back in the 80s when we vote, when the legislative voted in that we had to have voter ID laws. Which you have to show an ID, and this is how our process goes. I know it's not all over the nation because we have listeners in California and Pennsylvania and New York and all that stuff. But Louisiana, what we do is we go into the we go and we register to vote when we get our license or whenever we when we when we turn eighteen. We go to the voting booth. Before we go to the voting booth, they show the voters log. They ask our name. They ask for an ID. We show them the ID and. Voila. If it matches, we can go vote. If it doesn't, hit the road, Jack. But according to the Repub- uh, the Democrat Party, that is that is very racial. Because you you know not not every brown and black person can do that. But on that point, you know like I was talking about corruption, you know, back I think it was the 80s, Democrats won all the time. Louisiana was considered a blue state. Why do you think we had Mary Landrieu for all them years? But when voter ID, when voter uh, ID started, and you had to show an ID to vote, all of a sudden Republicans started winning, and Republicans started gaining momentum. I'm not trying to say anything, but I think that was because we had a lot of people going in there and say, "Hey, I'm Tom, and this is Jerry, and we come to vote." Oh, y'all on the roads? Okay, y'all go vote. Any, any. Person could have went registered to vote, didn't have to show an ID. You know, if they didn't have voter IDs in Louisiana, I probably could have voted like five times. But according to Chuck Schumer and him, that's racist for that. But no, and really, it's, it's to stop corruption of the political system. So this bill didn't pass, and of course they blamed the Republicans because it didn't pass. And I, I just say, I'm giving you a lot of facts, but this is my opinion. This is the same thing. Let's go to the Constitution to look at this. The Constitution says it is uh, it's for the states to make election laws. Now, would this bill would have went straight to the, to the Supreme Court? I don't know. But would I trust the Supreme Court to do it? No. Because all I know from Neil Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett, and um, Brett Kavanaugh, they, 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 they went in there and they... They pitched to Donald Trump. They, 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 they said, listen, you know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to be conservatives. And they pitched that, that they would, they, they, they would be, they'll, they'll take up things that he would do. And they, since then, they haven't done anything for the right. So in, in that note, I don't even know if this would have went to the Supreme Court. They probably say, yeah, the, Supreme, the government did right. Now, the... The Democrats have come with an argument, well, during the Civil War and other wars, we had the right to determine how elections would go. Well, we're not in war. We, you know, we're, we're pulling out of Afghanistan, which there's some interesting facts on Afghanistan, if you want to look into how the Afghanian government said, listen, to five, six months after the American troops are out of here, um, we are going to be uh, an Islamic state. But thanks to Biden for wanting to pull out, pull out all these people. It, it just it's just surprising me, folks, that this bill right here, it, it, it even got to the Senate. Now, like I said, it went to a 50-50 vote. Kamala Harris said, this wasn't right, you know. It didn't, we didn't even have debate on this, but we're still going to fight for, we're going to fight for voter equality and voter, uh, stop voter suppression. Folks, I think this is more of a corrupt scheme. They they know this is my take. Look, the 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 house the House of Representatives. I think only five Republicans short of taking over the House. That's if they don't lose any more seats in the twenty twenty two election. Nine out of ten, the Republican Party is going to take over the House. The Senate is at a fifty fifty um, a fifty fifty draw right now. Kamala Harris has to draw out the the deciding votes. But like John Kennedy, John Kennedy's running up next week, next, next election folks. And John Kennedy already got the endorsement of Donald Trump. He already, 
a lot of people like John Kennedy here. If John Kennedy would have ran against John Bell Edwards in the last gubernatorial election, he would have beat him. I honestly believe that. I honestly believe that Jeff Landry would have ran against him. You know, and nothing against Ralph Abraham or Eddie Responi, but they, they just didn't know what they were doing. Now, Ralph Abraham was a congressman. I think he would have been a better Republican governor than Eddie Responi was, but he didn't make it to the second round. But on a different note, I'm, I'm rambling right there about Louisiana politics. But John Kennedy is running this time. And I, I don't know who they're going to. There, there is rumors that John Bell Edwards was thinking about running for U.S. Senate. And <laughs> John Bell Edwards wouldn't have a, a leg to stand on against John Kennedy. John Kennedy would blow him out the water. But so, so you have this, this next election. And they're really scared about this next election, folks. I think they're equally more scared of 2024. Now, I'm, I'm not jumping on the ship of counting my chickens before they hatch because I, I was wrong in the last election. I predicted that, you know, Donald Trump was going to win in a landslide. Now, we had COVID and we had, I believe, things that happened in the last election that, that stopped Donald Trump from being reelected. My personal opinion, I'm not saying they're facts. I'm just saying my personal opinion. But... What these Republicans are doing, especially in Arizona, like especially, when I, and I haven't heard too much about the Arizona count because they did a recount. And they said it was going to be done on the 16th, which I think it was the 16th. I haven't heard anything yet. If you have any information, message me on uh, the Conservative Show Facebook page or Cajun Conservative Five at Gmail dot com. I think it's Cajun Conservative page. I, I'm going to have to look that up, make sure because I don't want to give you a wrong email address. But if you have any, yeah, the Cajun Conservative 5 at gmail.com. But if you have any information that send it to me, I'd love to investigate that a little bit more. But all these states, a lot of these states are changing their voting laws. A lot of these states are, and it's not to benefit the Republic, the Democrat Party, it's to benefit the Republican Party. Because you have new voter ID. Why do why you think they took out the All-Star game out of Georgia? Because of voter ID laws. Which I don't get it why they brought it to Colorado. Colorado has stricter laws in Georgia. But so I think that's what they're really worried about, folks. And that's why they push this H.R. 1. It's for the People's Act. It shouldn't be called for the People's Act. It should be called for the Democrat Act. Because it, all it did was benefit the Democrat Party. It didn't benefit none of the Republican Party. It broke every constitutional law in the book. Which is funny because you got, you know... Candidates swearing up and down that they're going to protect our constitution. They don't. But that so so that happened this week, and I'm happy that the Republican Party stood up. They stopped it because I was scared in my last couple of thoughts on this that the Republican Party would have buckled. See, in the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi was proud to say, well, I can pass this without Republican support. And she did. Not one single Republican voted for it. But in the Senate, it was kind of an uphill battle because you had 50 Republicans and 50 Democrats. And not one of them was budging on anything. Joe Manchin wasn't even supported. You notice this bill didn't come up until Joe Manchin said, I'm going to vote for it. Because they were kind of hoping, well, with this 50-50, they might not filibuster it. They might wait. No. And I'm glad the Republicans Party went ahead and filibustered it. Because this was against everything the Constitution stands for. So, so like I said, they did something right. I give them praise on that. Now, with everything else they're doing, I hope Mitch McConnell can get the support like he did for this last bill. Because there's a lot of things coming, especially H.R. 5. I don't know if it went into the Senate yet, but it's the bill for transgenders being allowed to go into women's bathroom. I hope they stand up to that as well. So we're going to have to see what goes on. I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a guide on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed.
How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the third and final segment of the podcast today. I, I've got a couple of more stories I want to go ahead and talk to you about because I, I, I feel they're important. I'm going to try to I, I want to talk about Joe Biden, Kamala Harris a little bit, but I want to go ahead and bring two stories. If you want to look them up and do a little more research onto them, there was a mayor in a Colorado town that went ahead and said, I'm banning the, the Pledge of Allegiance. That's right, folks. We have an American mayor in a town in Colorado says, I'm banning the national, I mean, not the national anthem, the, um, the Pledge of Allegiance before council meetings and other things of that, that nature. Well, thank, thank you to a group of Americans that went to the next council meeting or whatever. When the mayor said the meeting was in session, all these people stood up and did the national anthem. Now, he called them out of order, and he said the normal uh, process for that was to tell everybody to get out the room, but he wasn't going to do that. He was going to, if it happened again, though, he was going to tell everybody to get out of the room and they was going to handle their business. Um, folks, I, I commend the American citizens that rose up and ple- did, did the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Because when you have an American politician, as this mayor is, to, to tell the American people, hey, I'm not going to tell y'all y'all can acknowledge the flag. It's the same thing we talked about in the first segment with this flag burning. And last week when Macy Gray said we need a new flag. Folks, there's an attack on our American flag. And, and, and this mayor doing that, I, I hate to see his next election. Unless this town is full of Democrats and leftist liberals that don't know what they're, they're listening to and how they're attacking our flag, uh, he's probably not going to win the next election. I'm, I'm just saying. Also, we got, uh, I, this is a, I, at the beginning of the week or before last week's show, I had this in the works, but I didn't really talk about it. Um, Victoria's secret is saying how they're going to redefine sexy. That's right. Folks. The, the iconic Victoria's secret angels are no longer there. What, what it is that they're doing, they're hiring these leftist liberal LGBT gay rights and you know, all these other celebrities and one is the soccer player for the United States, Morgan uh, Robati. Robati, I can't really say her last name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. She went ahead, and she's part of this, to become a model for Victoria's Secret. And they want to redefine sexy because they feel that the angels that they, that they had, the supermodels that walked on the line and showing off their expensive lingerie and their underwear and their bras for all these women, um, men look at that and they, 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 they look at a sex object. They look at that as being, you know, sexy. And they don't want that. They don't want people to look at it like that. They, they want, they're going to they're gonna go ahead and get these people where they have a background, where they can show off that the LGBTQ and gay rights and all these people can go ahead and have a platform. And I'm just, I'm just saying that they're, I guess I'm happy because they use capitalism to become rich and they use something that a lot of women would buy for their husbands or their other, their significant others to go ahead and look at them and get them into the mood. And now they want to redefine that. You know, they want to take away sex. And I hate to say it. I think they're going to get rid, you know, most of their business is men going in there and say, Hey, I think my wife's going to look cute in that. So I'm going to buy it. So as for going for their customer base, ah, you know, I don't know. And I just, I, I just don't get the concept of that. You know, you are a lingerie slash undergarments for women and very expensive, mind you. And you, you're telling people, hey, don't, don't look at these clothings or don't look at the models or anything like that as, a, as sexy. You know, we don't, we don't want y'all to look at it like that. You know, there's a lot of garments and... 
I just I don't get the thinking. You know who who was sitting around that board like, huh? Let's redefine sexy. You know, women buy these clothes for their man, or man men come in here and they buy it for their wives, and that's uh, you know. But we don't. Let's not show. And look, don't get me wrong, folks. As a Christian, I think it's a good you know cover as much as you possibly can. God believe in modesty. But you know, in in their I'm I'm trying to look at their, their eyes. What what made them think of? Let's redefine sexy so we can lose half our half our customers. I just I don't know. You know, I'm just I'm just a lonely podcaster in the swamps of Louisiana trying to make common sense of all this stuff that's happening in the world today. But anyhow, okay, so we we had two big things that happened this week, um, and I, I'm, I guess I'll start with the most recent one. This this time it's uh, Kamala Harris. I said at the beginning of the program, and I'm, I'm going to give you more in-depth in that, Kamala Harris had no interest of going to the border, but on Wednesday it was announced, whoo, she's going to the border on Friday. I believe it's like 93 to 94 days since she was appointed by President Biden to run that side of stuff and to clean up everything. And, you know, but she went to Guatemala, she went to Mexico, but she never went to the border. And all of a sudden, she said, I'm going to go to the border. I'm going to go to El Paso, Texas. And I'm going to go look at the border crisis. And I'm going to go see everything that's going on in the border. And I'm going to go ahead and see what was going on. Now, I have a theory, folks. And I'm going to get to it in a second why she went. But when she got there, Fox News reporter Peter Dorsey asked the question, Miss, Miss Vice President, what took you so long to get here? Why didn't you come to the border before? And she made a remark and when I first read this, I'm like, I shared it on my Facebook page as well. And I was like, how stupid can this woman be to say what she just said? She said, this is not my first trip to the border and walked off. Now, folks, I don't think Peter Dorsey was talking about her time as a senator. I don't think he was talking about her time going visiting you know, like AOC crying and saying, Trump is making the border bad. I can't believe it. Oh, I can't believe it. They were talking about her going to the border as vice president. Because this is her first time at the border. I don't think President Biden has ever went to the border yet. Now, that's not a big news story. It should be. Because we have a border crisis now. The south of Texas... Because I had a friend, uh, well, not a, fr- a follower on Facebook, uh, put on put on my comment page of sharing his story about her snapping or, yeah, her snapping at Peter Dorsey, and and he put how El Paso was all the way right by Arizona, and the problem is down north, but you know, going towards Galveston and every all that, going towards Mexico. But she went to the side where there was no problem. And the problem is at the south of the border. So she went as far as way as possible not to get no, you know, bad publicity. But also in her press conference, she went ahead and said, you know, we were inherited a mess. Folks, I, I'm, not, I'm not the greatest at figuring out problems and inheritance. But it's not really an inheritance when you cause the problem. President Biden went ahead and signed multiple executive orders, shooting out tons of Trump's executive orders that protected our border. So, Madam Vice President, I guess you could say, y'all the problem. Y'all went ahead and took out laws that enforce our border protection and said, no, we're going to take them out because it was a Trump thing. Now, six months down the road, you're saying, oh, tr- it's Trump's fault. It's funny how it's always Trump. It's always the last administration's fault. But they never want to take blame for what they do. They never want to take blame for the problems that they created. Also, there's another side note to this. Why did Kamala Harris all of a sudden say, I'm going to the border? Well, there's a little interesting fact along this way, and I don't know if uh, some of my audience has heard already, but Donald Trump was invited by Greg Abbott, the Republican governor of Texas, and was asked, can you come to the border, please, and get some national spotlight on what's going on? Of course, Donald Trump accepted. Now, Donald Trump 
is going on the 30th of this month, the last day of June. But all of a sudden, Kamala Harris, after not planning on going to the border, because she thinks the, the, to solve the problems at the border, you got to go to Guatemala and you got to go to Mexico, not to the border. But since Donald Trump's going, all of a sudden Kamala Harris is going. See, folks, this is the thing is how I'm going to outdo you, everyone else. See, Kamala Harris was not interested in going to the border until Donald Trump was going to the border. And that's, that's, how, that's how I look at it. I think that's how everybody should look at it. It's kind of funny that Kamala Harris did not want to go to the border until President Trump said, I'm going. And to get the photo ops, and to say, it's not to make them look bad. You see, Donald Trump isn't president, and him going to the border really wouldn't be a problem, wouldn't have no significant impact on the policies being made. And it really don't help with Kamala Harris going over there because he got to pass through Congress unless it's done by executive order. She tells the president, hey, we need to do this, and he signs on executive order. But it, it just shows who cares. Now, Donald Trump went to the border multiple times while he was president. And there was laws that was passed and things he did to enforce our, our laws at the border. See, Kamala Harris could not get shot. They could not be outdone by Donald Trump. So, hey, she went to the border. Now, I promise you, they're not going to... The media was all over this. Oh, she her jet took off, according to Daily Mail, at 7 o'clock in the morning in our time. Oh, the jet took off for her to go to the border. Look, folks, she's really going. Now, there was even some Democrats asking, why are you not going to the border and see the problems? But, folks, that's how we live in a world, you know, hey, politics, we got to go ahead and try to... Try to outdo the next one. All right, I got one more thing that I want to go ahead and say. And it's a news story. It, it really burned me up hearing this from the President of the United States. It was reported that Biden had a news conference. And I have multiple news stories. I'm going to pull from the Daily Wire, Ben Soprano's. Uh, network, which is a real good network. If you can go ahead and listen to them and, you know, bring, uh, go ahead and listen to their, their programs. It's not working for, oh, there it is. Um, but President Joe Biden, and this was done on June 23rd, 2021. I believe that was on Thursday of last week, right? The Wednesday of last week. Biden to the American people who own guns to defend against tyranny, you need jets, nuclear weapons to take us on. President Joe Biden said during a press conference about soaring crime rates on Wednesday that Americans who bear firearms to defend against a, a tyranny government would need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons to go up against the government. Joe Biden also said the Second Amendment from day one, uh, from the day it was passed, limited the type of people who could own a gun, what type of weapon you could own. Biden said you couldn't buy a tank. Those who said the blood, the blood of patriots, you know, all this stuff about how we were going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not watered with the blood of patriots. This is still Biden speaking. What happens is that there will never been, if you want, if you think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. Biden continue. The point, of the, the point is that there always been the uh, ability to limit it, uh, radically limit it, the type of weapons that can be owned and who can own it. Folks, the Constitution under the Second Amendment, gives us the right to bear arms. It was not for hunting. It was not for, as people would say, for sport, just to have a gun. It was to protect ourselves. I have a book called The Second Amendment, and it's written by Wall, uh, the guy that runs Wall Builders in Texas. How that early scholars of the Constitution read it and said that the reason they gave this right was that every American citizen has the right to defend themselves. It is a God-given right, they say. 
A lot of scholars said it's a, it's not a big book. I think like a hundred some pages, and it, it it makes clarity of what the Constitution says about the Second Amendment. But Joe Biden come ahead and say that that he has the right to limited people for weapons is hogwash. Now I'm not recommending that people go ahead and buy automatic shotguns and automatic rifles and all that, but I don't think people, you know. I don't think people should be restricted to buy some of them. Now, I understand it's for the safety of American people. Don't get me wrong. But to go ahead and tell people, hey, you know, if people want to go ahead and go against a government, huh? they're going to need some F-15s and some, some, some nuclear weapons. And I heard a lot of people say that this is kind of like, a, like telling people, hey, don't try to come up against the government. Which, that's why the Second Amendment was put into place in case the government got too big and too powerful and wanted to go ahead and take over and not give the free will of the American people. The Constitution says, well, you have right to go ahead and bear arms in case they come, come to take you. Now, look, if somebody has done a crime, I don't, look, I don't believe felons should have firearms. I don't believe all this stuff. But to go ahead and to tell the American people and he has done this multiple times, folks. I remember a while back he made a statement. I can't remember the statement right off the hand. Uh, yes, he said there's no absolutes to an amendment in the Constitution. That could change at any time. And I, I explained at the time, that, and which I'm not going to go into detail, but there's a process to go ahead and change an amendment in the United States. And it's very, it's very difficult, according to the Constitution. But Joe Biden is is putting into our minds that, you know, hey, don't come up against the government. And better yet, don't try to use your weapons because uh, we're going to, we got F-15. We got, the government got F-15s. And the government got nuclear weapons. Somebody told me earlier, the way it sounded like he's threatening the American people. Now, folks, Joe Biden has already said he's not against the Second Amendment. But making statements like I just read, I'm going to make you make your own opinion, but this is my opinion. That this president does not want the Second Amendment to go. He does not want the Second Amendment to, to you know, to, to flourish. Now, people, now he even asked, well, why people need 30, 50, 60, or maybe even 100 rounds? Well, you know, there's, there's some gun enthusiastics out there that, that likes the many rounds to practice with. You know, and, and for them to be scared of that many rounds, they got to be some. Maybe that's why Washington is still boarded up. But folks, there's a Second Amendment argument that he's giving us is absurd. Now, if you listen to the video, he I read it, but if you listen to the video, he, he didn't know where he was going. But folks, that's your president and your vice president. That is the ones that are saying, hey, we're leading this country. One that kicks the problem down the road until a political opponent says, I'm going to go. And a president that's telling the American people, hey, you know, you better not try to come up against the government because uh, you need F-15s and nu- some nuclear weapons like we have, basically. One, not trying to protect our homeland. And the other one, telling people, hey, you shouldn't have guns to protect yourself. That's how I feel about it. I want to thank you for joining the Cajun Conservative today. Until next week, you be blessed, you be encouraged, and remember, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Because Jesus is King, He is Lord, He's coming back someday. All you have to do is be ready for Him, and I hope you are. Until next week, you have a blessed and wonderful week. Be safe, may God bless you, and God keep you.